Um, tomorrow afternoon, and Puakoli will host for the first time Kraka Millions Day, of course, with the Auckland track at Ellerslie having a upgrade done to it. So there's a bit of work going on at Ellerslie. So they've had to, for, well, they've been forced to move their Karaka meeting to Puakoli, but it's a twilight meeting that will be fascinating to watch anyway. And there'll be plenty of entertainment on track. And Rob Logan is our man to help us back a winner there on Karaka's Million Day in New Zealand tomorrow afternoon. Hello to you, Rob. Good morning, Gareth. And uh, what a pleasure it is to be joining you on the eve of one of New Zealand's favourite race days. And boy, I'm excited for tomorrow night. Yeah, so am I really, because I think there's been a lot done to this race meeting. And this is just, so from um, the point of view, from an Australian perspective, this is a meeting, if you ask, I think now, um, the Australian punters, I reckon if they said, what meeting would you like to go to in New Zealand? I think this would be the meeting because of the the scenes that we've seen with the, the punters club and um, the atmosphere that it's been able to produce. And then, of course, it, it's got, it seems to me that um, when it's at Ellerslie anyway, it's got this party type of atmosphere about it as well. It, it's, it's a meeting that's getting bigger and better each year. Yeah, that's right. Each year it just goes from strength to strength. Um, you're right, the atmosphere is second to none. And there's only six races, but um, it, it is just one of those meetings that uh, you just want to be there. You, the feel on course is phenomenal, and um, it is truly a thrilling night of racing. Yeah, Opie Bossom is the number one rider there for Tiako, and they've got seven runners, would you believe, in the two-year-old Karaka Millions. And... Um, Trobby ends the horse that he has decided to go with. Gate number six, three dollars twenty in the favourite there with bet three six five. Has Opie um, chosen the right rein here? Well, historically, Opie doesn't often get too many wrong, and um, the market will tell you that usually where Opie goes, the money follows in this race, especially when he's got the pick of seven. And just on that, I feel very sorry for commentator George Simon who has to call this race tomorrow with. Yes. Uh, seven sets of Tiako colours. But look, um, on form, it looks as though Opie's pulled the right rein, but um, I'm actually with one of the other Tiako runners here at a little bit more of a price, uh, just because I don't think this race is as clear-cut as it has been in previous years when you've had the likes of Dynastic and Cool Azabeel starting favourite and winning accordingly. Um, I've gone with number four, Talisker, for a little bit of value. Uh, look, the horse had no luck on debut, and... Um, was just hitting the line phenomenally last start. I think it's really improving the more racing it has. I think seven might be a little bit of a niggly draw just to see where it ends up. But um, I think number four, Talisker, uh, look, I think he, he will be hitting the line hard and the big, long Pukekohe straight really does suit this horse. So um, a little bit more of a price there in the two-year-old race, but uh, I'm happy to be proven wrong because uh, Tiaka was seven. We know what their record's like in this race. All right, then, for Talisker, we can get around, what, $8 there. And in the three-year-old Cracker Million Classic, um, it seemed to be a race in two between Wild Night, another one for the Walker Camp and Opie Bossett, and also, of course, Legato, who just keeps on winning for the Inform Kelso Camp. So which way are you going there? Well, look, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for Tiako to actually win all six races on the card tomorrow night. So uh, that's something worth mentioning. But... I'm going to go against them in the last... Uh, I just can't go against Legato. What she's done today, she just keeps finding a way to win. She, uh, she, To me, she is untapped. I know Wild Knight's also untapped, but I just like the way that she keeps on winning. They're both drawn a little bit sticky in gates one and two, but I think there's plenty of speed in this. Um, and I think, look, 
from barrier one, Ryan Elliott's probably just going to end up tracking Opie Boston everywhere he goes. And uh, I really expect some fireworks down that Pukekohe Strait tomorrow night uh, for, for this. Probably the most anticipated race on the calendar this year in New Zealand. And what about the the support card? You've got a horse that we know pretty well now in this country with Ozzy Kerr and Johnny O'Neill. Um, buying into it in Pierre takes on Maven Bell in that third race at Group 3 level for the Group 3s. That should be an absolute beauty. So... There is plenty to look forward to outside of the two Caracas races. Yeah, that's right. I think that um, that's a nod to just the depth of our three-year-old ranks here in New Zealand this year when you've got the likes of Maven, Bell and Pierre who aren't even racing for the Wild Night in the Legato and, of course, Sharp and Smart who's yet to resume. But that's a cracking race too. Pierre resumes off the back of his Group 1 win down at Christchurch. Maven Bell, she was super last start. So seeing these two go head-to-head is going to be phenomenal. And, of course, the race before that, we've got Imperatrice going around as an odds-on favourite. So uh, there is just great racing all round tomorrow night. Yeah, New Zealand racing's in a healthy spot, isn't it? Um, with the Caracas sales coming up as well. And with the success of the New Zealand bred horses like I Wish I Win, um, I'm thunderstruck over the Melbourne spring last year. I think the sales will be hotly contested come the end of January. So outside of those races, the feature races, you've got Imperatrice, as you pointed out as well. Um, have you got another standout for us from a punting perspective, Rob? Well, Imperatrice was probably going to be my uh, my gift to the punters because I think she is just an absolute multi-filler in that. Uh, but also, I mean, it's in the same race as the Legato and the Wild Knights, but Prowess, number 10, a place, I think, is a good bet because she has only been beaten really to date by the likes of Pierre and Legato. She was super last start and she deserves another crack at these good horses because she is a very good filly in her own right, number 10 prowess. So she's at a very backable price, a place, a place, a price in that. A question without notice. Levante was um, sensational in the tramway there the other day. Imperatrice defeated Levante first up there in that um, group race there a couple of weeks back uh, before Levante won the group one last Saturday. Who's the best horse in New Zealand right now? That's a very good question. Um, I would say, without having to put too much thought into it, I would say it's still Levante. I think she took a lot of improvement out of that fresh up run. I'd say she is our best at the moment, but um, I think some of these three-year-olds are going to be hot on her heels pretty soon with the likes of Legato, Wild Knight, and Sharp and Smart and Co. And just explain the, the dominance of Tiako Racing in this setup and what that syndication is all about. David Ellis has done a wonderful job, but um, it's not a it's a it's a not a private racing empire. There's a lot of Australians that I know have started to to invest in Tiako Racing. So. What David Ellis does, and correct me if I'm wrong, Rob, is that he picks and identifies yearlings from right across Australasia. Mark Walker is their private trainer, um, and they, they've got it right. They've got their system right, and they've been producing superstars um, each and every season for the last five to six years especially. Exactly. I think um, David Ellis and Mark Walker and the Tiako team's contribution to New Zealand racing can't be understated. As you say, they purchase horses from right across Australasia. They have an operation in Singapore also. So they are very involved in the industry. Um, they do a phenomenal job. That They are brilliant with their owners. They uh, they have great horses. And um, look, really, I think you're right. They have got the recipe uh, spot on because obviously Mark Walker just recently, the fastest to train 100 winners in a season in New Zealand history. So I think uh, what they're doing at the moment is, is just phenomenal.
All right, mate. We appreciate your time, Rob. You're a superstar. Um, we might catch up with you tomorrow as well. We might catch up with the lads that are doing that um, punters club once again. It's been highly successful over previous years. I think they've already started punting as well. So I think everybody gets fascinated by a punters club, especially if they're having a hundred grand on these horses. So that will be interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think they've, uh, they've had an outlay on a small multi for 80000 to return a million already, and I think there are over 650000 in their in their kitty to start. So uh, phenomenal achievement by those boys, and um, wish them all the best tomorrow yeah. night as well. Yeah, the boys get paid, Syndicate, so you can um, watch their work on social media as well. Good on you, Rob. Good luck, mate. Thanks, Gareth.